Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader Podcast with viewership in 90 different countries across the world. Now, here's your host, John Lurito. Hi, how you doing? Yep, that's me. All right, so I did it myself, whatever. Yeah, 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 that was me. All right, so I'm going to put this to an audience poll to see which intro you like better. I don't know. I'm mixing it up a little bit. I'm just changing the uh, the intro uh, just to match a little bit better the, the podcast. I don't know. I'm just messing around and trying some new things. Uh, so it's either that or this one. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader, where we talk about leadership. Lots of different types of leadership, how to lead yourself, how to lead other people, how to influence the world in a better way. And here's your host, John Laredo. Here you go. So I'm really kind of deadlocked on those. I'm not quite sure which end of the spectrum to go on, but uh, I'm interested in your feedback. So um, I don't know. We'll just, I'll leave it up to you. It's, uh, It's all about you. So I do this to uh, to entertain, to enlighten, to educate, uh, and to have fun because this is my way of having fun. So, uh, any event, okay. Let's get into this real, real stuff. I do have another um, another riddle for you. I don't have because I'm recording these back to back right now, so I don't have the answer. I don't have nobody's even heard the last episode yet as I create this, which was the last riddle. So, bottom line is. There's going to be a little gap sometimes between you listening and getting a riddle, coming up with the answer, and finding out who won. So, anyway, here's another riddle for you. Uh, okay, so this one. Let me see here. Uh, okay, here we go. Ready? Turn me on my side, and I am everything. Cut me in half, and I am nothing. What am I? Mm-hmm. Let me give that to you again. Turn me on my side and I am everything. Cut me in half and I am nothing. What am I? Okay, same rules. Same rules every single time. Whoever gets it will uh, get some worldwide fame and notoriety. I will announce your name. And uh, if you haven't already gotten a copy of the book, I will give you a copy of the book. A signed copy of the book. All that kind of good stuff. And if you live close to me or I'm traveling, I'll bring it to you. I'll meet you. We'll grab a cup of coffee and... I will uh, deliver it in person to you. So, all right. So here's my story for today. And the leadership lesson uh, is all about empowering the importance, the importance, the importance, the importance of empowering other people in your organizations to make decisions and take smart action. This is a business blunder. I didn't experience this first one. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. I didn't experience the first one. I was talking to my dad who shared this story with me, and he's like, this would be a good podcast. I said, yes, it would. I will do a podcast on this. This happened <coughs> Excuse me, at one of the um, 
dollar type of stores. I know there's a few of them, and uh, this I'll just leave it at that. It was one of them, one of the dollar stores. My dad had bought a bunch of stuff. He was returning some stuff, some items, and he was in line talking to the cashier, and there was something in the, the system she needed to override. She needed a code to override something. She could not return items, which in my mind is a relatively basic task, and every cashier should have the ability to do that, but this cashier could not. And she had to page the manager. She said, I need to get my manager. They're the ones that have this code to be able to return your your items. Page the manager, no response. Page the manager, no response. Page the manager, no response. Now, maybe I'm taking a little, little literary license here. Maybe that was two times. I don't know what it was. But anyways, no response from the manager. Meanwhile, a line is building up. This is the only cashier that's on duty right then. And... Um, the uh, the manager just was not able to be found. My dad said, can't you just, isn't there an override system? Isn't there a way for you to just do this? How can you not, what if the manager just disappeared? Are you not able to take any returns? The bottom line was no. This, this cashier had no ability to do a very simple task. And the manager was not available or responsive. So this situation could not be handled. And again, a very basic situation for a store. You've got to be able to return items and take things that are coming back. Meanwhile, a line, here's a big problem. A line is building up behind my dad, 10 people long. Uh, and my dad is getting uncomfortable. He's like, listen, he just told, told the person, I'm not going to keep everybody waiting. This is crazy. Let me just come back another time. And his way out, he happens to see outside the store, the manager hanging out, taking a break. And he said, hey, I got a question for you. Um, I wanted to return this. Don't your cashiers have the ability? I, I left already. That you know, I'm, I'm leaving. I'll come back another time. But don't your cashiers have the ability to return this? I mean, like, what? Why is that not the problem? She said, "I I can't. I can't give them the authority to do that." He said, "Well, why?" Bottom line is, there was no answer. I just can't. It's against company policy. Okay, really? Okay, so she, she, she's out there and not responsive. And he said, "Well, what?" I don't understand why it was so can, are you able to do this? She, she said, I'm on a break and I'm entitled to take a break now. Okay. Yes. Everybody's entitled to take a break. Now I got to say, if you're the manager of a store and you see or hear your name called and you're taking a break and there's 10 people in a line waiting behind one cashier who happens to be calling for you, and you're not responding and you're choosing your break. Now, I get it. I know I'm going to get a lot of people pushing back on me on this. Everybody deserves a break. Absolutely. I'm not saying that. But you're the manager of a store. you got a responsibility to make sure the store is running well and your customers come first. So what comes first, your customers or you? Your customers come first. So you're keeping your customers waiting because you're on a break, but that's not even the problem. The big problem is the fact that your cashiers are not empowered to do a simple thing. So this is just a small, silly example of how businesses, now think about magnify this to a large, large organization. And I, again, I see this, I hear about this. People that I, you know, talk to in all different industries tell me about situations like this where their company is just bottlenecked because people don't have this decision-making ability. They can't do they can't execute things that are relatively easy because they have to go to somebody else. The bit, most important thing as a leader, develop your people. 
I want you to think about yourself as as you being the problem. If you're the one that's in control and has to make all the decisions and has to do everything and has to override stuff and every, everything's got to come to you, then there's a problem because the organization is going to get bottlenecked and clogged and not move any faster than you have the capacity to move or do stuff. You have to push out that power and that authority. Okay, even more, it may be super uncomfortable. It doesn't matter. You have to and get comfortable with that discomfort. You have to develop your people and they have to also, you have to trust the fact, you have to give them the ability to use their brain. If there's a problem, it can't just be you as the leader that's identifying the problem and handling the problem. You have to give them the ability sometimes to even go out of the bounds and say, hey, listen, all right, this is not our normal policy. I'm going to make an exception because I see a problem. And yes, under normal circumstances, I'm going to adhere to the policy, but this is a problem. It needs to get fixed. A customer is being penalized or affected in a negative way. We're losing business. People have to be able to use their brain. I'll tell a story that I told many, 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 many episodes ago, um, and maybe a year or two ago on one of the episodes about a time where I was at a conference. I don't remember this. This was like a really high-end uh, resort, a very, very high-end high end place in a beautiful location. And I remember uh, it, it, it was, I went, I was in, we were had a, uh, an event and I was in line at a carving station. You know, we go to these events and there's somebody that's carving meat and stuff and, you know, really nice beautiful spread and just cocktail party, this and that, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, and again, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say the name because I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong and it's it's not really a slight to the company, but it was, think of the highest end hotel change you can think of and it was one of those. So, and um, in any event, I happened to ask the guy behind the counter who's carving the meat at the meat station. I said, hey, can you tell me where the bathroom is? And he he stops moving and he looks at me with this expression. And he just looks at me almost with this panicked look. And he's like, really? And I said, yeah. And he said, okay. And he put down his knife and started walking out of the back of the table. And he said, I'll, I'll show you. I said, no, 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 no. Now, meanwhile, there's a line, a full line behind me. I just literally was standing in line for 10 minutes waiting to get to that point where he carves the meat and puts it on my plate. And there's a line behind me. And he says, no, 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 I'll take you there. I said, no, 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 no. Don't do that. You got a whole line of people, literally. I just need, just tell me, just point me in the direction. Tell me where the bathroom is. He said, I can't. Our our hotel policy is when a guest asks us something, we have to take them there. I cannot do that. I cannot tell you. I said, dude, I literally was begging him. I'm like, please, please don't do this. You got a line of people that are going to take this out on me, not you. This is going to be on me. These are people that I know. They're going to hate me because I got to go to the bathroom. And I, to be honest, if you're going to do that, I don't even need to go. I'm not going to go. He said, no, I, I, I've committed. I'm going to do it. I have to. And he, he took me to the bathroom. He walked me there. And I literally, I just was begging this guy. It was crazy. I mean, crazy. So sometimes, now this was somebody that was so fixed on, hey, here's the policy that he felt either he was not able to use his brain in that situation. Nice guy, I'm not putting it on him, but he was basically like adhering to this uh, absolute, uh, you know, um, philosophy of service, which is terrific. Hey, we're not just going to tell you, we're going to show you. But it compromised the negative on that was 
multiple. Here was one person he was helping and he was hurting 10, 15 people behind me. That doesn't make sense. And it made me feel bad. It wasn't even better service. It made me feel awkward and uncomfortable, put me in a horrible spot. So again, you've got to make sure, teach your people to be leaders, not just order takers. Teach them to think like a leader. I don't care if it's the, the, the person that's shaving the, cutting the meat or whatever it is, whatever position, teach them to think as a business owner. If you were running this business, what decision would you make? What would make most sense? Now, here's the values of this organization. Clients come first, customers come first. So you have to make decisions in that, in mind with that. Uh, if there's a problem, what's the best way to solve it for the benefit of the customer? If that's our core focus and everything, you know, value-driven organization where it's about service and, and building customer loyalty and it's all about uh, the client, then what decision would you make? And even run these different scenarios. Let's run, hey, in a meeting, your next meeting, run a situation. Hey, if you're in this situation, what would you do? If I'm not here, I'm not available, and you couldn't have me to come to, what decision would you make? This is how you teach people. When I do leadership development workshops, this is what it's all about. It's like, you know, it's almost like the equivalent of um, you have to have these simulations, like a, like a pilot. You're in this situation. The first time you're dealing with it can't be a live situation. Do you realize most organizations have zero or very little actual true leader development? It's like training a pilot how to fly a plane with passengers on board. Like, why would you ever do that? There's too much cost to that. That's not when you train. That's when you are demonstrating everything you've already been trained on. That's when you're reacting. That's when you can't think in situations like that. You just have to do what your muscle memory and everything that you've been trained to do. You've got all that stuff takes place in the simulator. But how many companies and organizations don't do any kind of leadership development or enough of it and then they wonder why their leaders are not their people are not acting like leaders or able to run different parts of their organization you have to invest in them so obviously you know i'm super passionate about that that's what i do i work with companies i help develop leaders you have to do that you have to it's not it's not at this point in, in life and this point in our society it's not an option if you don't do it, you will lose those great people to a company or organization that will develop them, will invest in them, and your organization won't grow, and it will stall, and it will fail. That's the consequence of that. So in any event, very important. Think think through this. Two great stories, a business blunder, but a great lesson in this. Empower your people to make decisions. Very key. Uh, thanks for listening today. As always, like, share, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Go down below, give a five-star review, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.